0: Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you will have me behind the cross, that you give me access and ability to minister to third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. God, that you will tilt me to follow the grounds of my heart, that makes teaching easy and, and, and teaching receptive and apply before our lives like never before. Holy Spirit, come into this place like never before. Angels, come down now. Have your way in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Straighten out everything in the atmosphere. I called on the fire and the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, my God, that you would do what needs to be done now, God. That you would fix everything that's wrong in the spirit realm. Oh, my God, that you can go forth like never before. That you would run like never before. Holy Ghost power. Have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. He is the forerunner of this hour. I tell you, there's nobody like the Lord. I'm telling you, there's gonna be something going on in this hour. And I tell you what, if the saints don't get themselves together, they're gonna get left behind. I'm telling you, God is moving. He's pulling people out of the Jordan because the church is not where they are supposed to be. Here's a remnant that's coming up in this hour. And I thank God that he's doing it. He's calling our church folks to come in now. The pastor church folks, have a different mindset that don't want to change. They look looking for church as usual. And they are going to go to the house of God and God is not going to be there because he's left the temple. Now he's out in the street. God, oh my, come on, come on. This is what God is doing. He's raising up a remnant that shall obey. And that can move According to the Spirit huh, of the Holy Ghost, when the wind of the Spirit moves you to the left, huh, you've got to move to the left. Huh? When the wind of the Spirit is moving you to the right, huh, you've got to move to the right. You have to move in the live act of time of the Holy Ghost power. Because if you're not moving into the live act the time of the Holy Ghost power, you're going to be left behind. The church is outdated. And it's not applicable. That means they're not taking the word and applied it. So therefore when you don't apply something, it becomes obsolete. Not the word of God. It never changes. It's still active, living, and moving. And it's going to go out to accomplish what it said that it was going to accomplish. But if the people of God don't eat the bread, it's going to get old on the table. And it's going to be fit for nothing. I'm going to be in Luke chapter 5, John 21, verses 3 through 15. Luke 5, 1 through 11. And if I was going to pick a topic today, it would be being anointed for what? Anointings are for job assignments. A lot of people in the church, they're anointed. But they don't even know what they're anointed for. Because they're looking for somebody to tell them what God is anointing them. And people are not applying what God is saying. They're not doing what God has called them to do. So what is happening now, they have sat in the church on that gift or on that talent that God has given them and they either allow themselves to be restricted and restrained from it or they allow their pastor to restrict them and restrain them from it. I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians and I want to just mention the diversities of gifts. Because we're being anointed, but do you know what you're being anointed for? Or are you just looking for some prophet or your pastor to tell you what God is already giving you? Now there are diversities of gifts. 1 Corinthians 12 and 4. But the same spirit there are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. That means it's going to work in hand in hand according to the word. And there are diversities of activities, but in the same God who works in all in all. That means there's going to be many different things working in this hour, but they're all going to be derived from the same spirit. Any other spirit is contrary to the gifts, the calling, and activity God is giving you. You've got to make sure you're in the right spirit. And you're serving the right God. His name is Jehovah, Yahshua, Messiah. There was many of God's in Egypt. And the children of Israel served those God's because of the environment that they were in. And I want to tell you something. Because when they were in Egypt, they were under a hard taskmaster. What happens when you're under pressure? What happens when you're being oppressed? You become a slave to your master. Some of you don't even realize that you become a slave to your own oppression, which you caused yourself to do. Everywhere I look, I seem like I can't get no help. You're looking in the wrong place. You're looking for somebody else, some god of this God, like Jehovah. He's our God. And for him I own my own. Jesus Christ, Yahshua your Messiah is the one that suffered blood and died on the cross for your sin. Look up and live. My redeemer draws not, draws not to my activities. My oppression Verse 6. Let's go down to verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. It's not just for your, yourself. You've got to understand something. The gift is not just for your house. It's for the building the of body of Christ. But what the church has done is taken the gift and talent and locked it up for themselves and it's about a selfish spirit that's in the land now and nobody cares about nobody else but they forgot it was the same God that anointed them for the fame, fortune, and riches. They have left that God but kept his money and God said on a thousand cattle on a thousand hills where that came from I got an abundance would never run dry but if you would have stuck with me I would have gave you more Solomon asked wisdom for his people. Not only did because he had the right spirit, the right motives, and the right activities. God said, "I'm gonna give you that plus more. And if you ask me for anything else, I would have gave it." When God can trust you. The drawers are unlimited. What is happening now? God is looking for something in the church that he cannot find. Now the gifts and talent are drawing up in the church. A no mother told me something. She said, yeah, God will let that gift work a little while, but then it's going to play out. And that's what's happening now. The gifts are playing out. And the church is really drying up. But people don't fail to realize they were inside the church not doing what God has called them to do. They allowed so many things to restrain them. Oh, I'm in a bad marriage. Oh, my job. They allowed the oppression. The same thing that the people in Israel, in Egypt, suffered are the same thing that's happening now. You allowed Pharaoh to get in and overtake you. What do you think the anointing is designed for? It's designed to pierce the darkness. So whatever the darkness or the trials and tribulations in your life are, that's where the spirit pierces the darkness. That's why the darkness cannot comprehend or the darkness cannot Or what are you going through? So we don't fail to understand what is going on. See, there's a difference when you are anointed. The Bible says there are many callings, but few are chosen. And the church got caught up and thought that they was in a safe place because they were anointed and called by God. But where was the separation? When the trials came in, when the thief come, where did he find you? Did he find you with your works undone? Mark thirteen thirty six. It says, so that he does not come, settle it and find you asleep. <laughs> oh, when he came, the thief coming to kill, steal, and destroy. But God said, I come that they may have life and they have it abundantly. Why is he gonna find you? Are you gonna be like the ones that, that bear the talent? Are you going to be the ones that multiplied? that God can find out? Let me tell you something. The anointing is for now. The anointing is for the hard places. You've been thinking y'all operating on the anointing. The whole body of Christ thought they were anointed. They were being used by God. But that was in the high time. Now it's the low time. Can God find you asleep? Or is he going to find you with your works? In your manifestation of the power and the gifts. Huh? This is the time now for the church huh, to wake up. Huh? This is the time and the hour huh, for the pastor in the five, four minutes to wake up. This is the hour that the church needs to wake up huh, and be about their father's business. Huh? You can't let the world huh, or anything And doing for you, <laughs> some of you are just saying it because you got, somebody told you that. <laughs> Nothing for what? What is your assignment back in the day during the war? Vietnam War, Walter Cronkite used to get up there and he used to say, Walter Crockett, it's on his assignment. or estimation of the nature quality or ability of someone or something are you evaluating are you understanding like the sons of Israel the times in which we are living in are you evaluating only what's in your house what's in your house is not the world you got to understand something get up off of your do nothing and go out there witness to somebody go tell somebody the goodness of Jesus you're just trying to lock it up And God said they all got to move in order for it to flow some more. The evaluation or estimation of the nature. The quality or ability of someone or something you looking in this hour now. What is your sign? Stop thinking he going to send you to mother so-and-so house to pray for her. Mother so-and-so should have the anointed and the power now. You better go out there to the witches and warlocks. You better go out there and declare the word of the Lord. You better go out there and amongst people that's not of your kind. If you're scared, you better stay home. And what God do what he's going to do with you, judgment is coming to the church because the church Did not take his first commandment. He said, Go into the the highways and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. What is your anointing doing for you? What is your assignment in this hour? The world is about their father's business. And you're talking about they being um, being prosperous yeah because when you're doing what Satan saying you prosper when you do what God say to you're you going to prosper why is the church broke why is the church kept being dilapidated why is the church falling down you've been seeing it for years but God said let me give you a revelation why is my house in shambles you need to understand but you always want to say what the world doing. <laughs> you always want to talk about their good edifices. They fine cars, they nice houses, and they show sure prosper. When you do what your master say, you will prosper. That's right. Come on. That's right. Them great men in the Bible were rich. The wealth of the world it is later for the Jets, huh? But only for those that's going out there to doing huh? what the anointing, their assignment is in this hour. Huh? I'm telling you, you're paying your tithes and your offering. That's good. That's keeping devil off of you. But what is the next level? Is obedient, answering in the calling. What's beyond salvation? what more my father wouldn't do for you? He said heaven and the angels in heaven rejoice when one of them come into the Lord. What you think he's going to shine in your house? Will you make heaven happy? And the God that sits on the throne. What more he wouldn't do for you? We don't understand that <laughs> For years, the church has been going down. Now, this is the result. A a dapolated building just don't show up all of a sudden. It's over a period of time. And now, guess what? The time is right. And the manifestation of the power of the living God is in the land. You thought God wouldn't move it because you were so busy jumping and shouting and throwing money at the altar like it's a ritual, like it's a movie star, rock star at these pastors. But you didn't understand. You worship them when you throw them their money They came up with all of this stuff That was not of God And your money is cursed So is your family Now God got to come in And redo everything But when God comes in He got the demolition all down In order to build it up God said I don't build nothing on the same foundation I got to build it on a solid foundation all of the ground is sinking sand. I dare not trust in the other name. But Jesus Christ, the solid rock in which I stand. Why would you think God build anything on Satan's territory and ground unless he comes in into demolition and, and anointing? Why did you think that we anoint things? Because we were proclaiming it back to the Lord. The world is doing exactly what God wants it to do prosper. Because my people have forsaken me. And you go into the Old Testament because people don't, they don't say the Old Testament, remember. But guess what? Nebuchadnezzar and the rest of them prospered. God prospered them. And when Nebuchadnezzar lifted himself in pride, God debased him. But God used Nebuchadnezzar to bring his rebellious people into captivity so they can understand that my word and my prophets were just not speaking. But then he meant what he said. So now the Nebuchadnezzar of this world are prospering. And when God said, Fuck, he's going to cut them down and shift the blessing. But my people, they were called by my name, hover themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways. Then I will heal from heaven and they will heal the land. You don't understand. And what is going on <laughs> Why <laughs> being anointed for what what is your assignment what is God telling you in this hour you better get up and see what God is saying you got to be doing much faster than praying much seeking the face of God you better turn out Satan black eye TV and get on the place of God and finding out what God is saying you're too comfortable God is shaking it up you want to know why your house is a wreck you want to know why your daughter's a whore is doing. He's about his business. Nothing stops the plan and will of God. I don't care how much praying and fasting you do. You better pray that the fast change you. This is the fast that I've chosen that break the bondage off of my crazy mind. My stupidity. My laziness. That faith can come in and wrap around your bones and your joints. Can these dry bones live again? Yes. Even jail bars only you know, Lord. You know. What he saying, you know the thoughts oh, from afar off. Yes. You know what they're going to do next week. Yes, we do. Yes. You know how long they've been in this. Yes. <laughs> you better stop blaming your mommy your daddy. <laughs> you got power over every unclean spirit. Holding on to excuses. Holding on to rebellion. Holding on to anger and bitter and frustration. But it's time now to pierce the darkness. You don't understand. The church has gotten laxy daisy Let's go, 1 Corinthians 12. Number eight, for one, is given the word of wisdom through the spirit. you got to understand there's two wisdom. There's the wisdom of the world, and there's the wisdom that comes from God. And one thing that God has been dealing with me about his wisdom, what he's doing now, Pastor Regina, God showed me that when his stuff is working now, he said I used to just appear to my people and speak. He said I'm pulling them in the, in the uh, library of heaven. And I'm going to allow them to open up and see the books. And when they're out there doing my business and what I call them to do in this assignment, they're going to speak a word and stuff they never heard of before. Because God said, I set them in my library (laughs) that's been shut up for years. He said, now I'm opening up now. Because there's a greater anointing, there's a greater ability coming. There's a greater wisdom, there's a greater understanding that has to be released. How can I let Satan ride and open up all of this new technology without me doing something even greater? Now I'm going to call my anointed people my righteous one huh, that's been through hell and high water, they're going to sit in the library of heaven and they're going to read the books. Huh? And God said, when I shut it up, some of them are going to remember and some of them not. All they're going to know is God used me for something. I'll open up and give you a mystery from heaven. Some you are saying, well, how come you're saying, that God got a library. You go down to the Portsmouth Speak. all of them got libraries. The Bible says ain't nothing new under the sun. You need to understand this. It says right here the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit. It says by the same spirit. Oh, let me tell you something. There's many a gifts, huh? but if you look at it, huh? a lot of things been written about faith. Huh? There's been a lot of things written about wisdom huh? and knowledge and understanding. Huh? you got to understand something. Huh? There's a deeper level to wherever you are right now in God, huh? and the people of God think this is it. Huh? But now you've got to go deeper. Huh? The deep is calling to the deep. Huh? Iron is sharpening iron. Huh? You got to set your face like a flint that you can pierce the darkness. God said, I have prepared my people, but my people have walked away from me. And they think that the faith that I've given them from the beginning is not working. He said, All you need is a mustard seed. then you got to believe. <laughs> You got to stop and understand about the warring in your mind. Some of you don't understand. You're fighting schizophrenia. You're fighting depression. You're fighting all kinds of demons in your mind. You're being medicated. You're going to the therapist. They can't help you. You leave out the room. They drinking live liquor and Corona because they don't listen to you and other demons. And because they don't have faith or even not say, they're looking for something else to medicate them. How can a psychiatrist sit there and listen to all of these demons if he doesn't have the power or she does not have the power? and anointing for God to cast it out. Jesus. Come on, man. But yet they got the fine cause in the house. You need to see what's going on. You need to see what God is saying. And we don't understand. We thinking God is not doing what he say he going to do. Oh God is doing exactly that and more. Because you're not in the spirit. You don't understand what God is saying. You don't understand what God is doing in this hour. And that's the thing about it is people don't have the faith like they say that they did. Because there's nothing wrong with the faith that raised the dead. Huh? Now you got to have it. Huh? You better find it. Huh? You better run for it. Huh? You better do whatever it is that you got to do. Huh? Because the world will work all day long and all night long huh? to keep their money, to keep their gift, huh? to keep their assignment going. Huh? They're going to pledge allegiance. Huh? They're going to cut up altars and pigs and children and everything else. Huh? They keep that fire and that power going, huh? that they can pierce and do their assignment that God, that Satan has caused them to do. Huh? But the saints of God is laying back and saying, Jesus Christ died on the cross. Okay, but yes, he raised it up. We got it backwards, huh? But the Bible says the children of the world are are wiser than the children of (laughs) light. I've got to go here, 2 Corinthians 10. You ain't got to go there. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. We read that a thousand times over the years, huh? but yet you ain't got no power. Huh? You need to rise up in your most holy faith. My wisdom comes from God. And there's different levels of wisdom. There's different levels of faith. For our weapons of our warfare are not what carnal, but why are you carnal minded? belief. we talking about faith. Oh, you thought I was going to go to Hebrews 12 and talk about the pioneers. God said, that's why I told them to read it. But when you're going to become a pioneer? When you're going to become a giant? Huh? When you're going to slay some of the Goliaths in your life like David? That's the faith. That's the faith. What you waiting for? Oh, pastor pray. She in the church praying. But why? Is, you need to ask yourself why is Satan still there? Come on, Come on. My faith is one thing. Uh-huh. Your faith is another. Yeah. Being anointed for what? Anointings are for assignment. When I please the Lord, and when my ways please the Lord, he makes my enemies to be at peace with me. Why are there so much war going on in your life? Why you can't defeat Pharaoh? Moses did. That's your faith. He was number the a warlock. Oh, the Bible didn't tell you that. Okay. He had people to work for him. You got to understand a warlock of other people working for them. They don't want doing all the rituals and everything else. Beyonce and JC, they just walking into it. She just makes sure that they're keeping that power going so that wealth and money can stay there. Because if they stop doing what they're doing, her money's going to go down. And you need to understand something. Satan would drop your money, just like God would drop your money. I'm just telling you a revelation huh, on what how it really works on both sides. Why did they never get out of it? But the saints don't understand why God said, I'm married to the backslider. Satan said, you done did this, huh? The only way you can get out is you get saved. And I'm going to fight you like tooth and nail. I'll kill your mommy, your daddy, and your children before I let you go over here to the Lord's side. But you got to have faith. God, if nobody else gets saved but me, I'm going to give it all that I can. You need to understand what's going on. (laughs) Some of you say, huh, you're being anointed. Huh? You're anointed for what? What is your assignment? Huh? Why you don't have no faith? Huh? Why you can't cast out anything? Huh? Because the war that's in your mind. Huh? I don't care what your daddy did to you. I don't even care about your mama slapping you. But it comes a time. You got to get sick and tired of the devil. Huh? And when you really put him out, not even that, but when you set him to flight, to flee. Because of the fire that's coming out of your mouth. That fire comes when faith is being activated and that all is being stirred up. You need to learn how to start a grease fire. You start that grease fire. It's going to burn and splatter over everything. You need to understand something. You better start a fire. It's got to burn in your soul. But now, you done gotten lazy. You don't let hard heartedness get in. That's why when God brought you out of Egypt 25 times, you still murmured and complained in the wilderness. You need to see what God is saying. It says, To another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning of spirits. Oh my God. A prophet has to discern spirits if God does not speak to him. There's an animal. I know the sea creatures have it, but I know some animals out here and I know dogs are very keen. That should be a radar or, or spiritual antennas up. You don't see them, but you know they're there because that's that discerning spirit that's working. Seeing things which you can't see in your natural eye, that's your spiritual antenna. To another different kinds of tongues. What is the tongues? They got to be baptized with fire and knowledge. And wisdom of the Holy Ghost and working the miracles. Why are you say miracles? Because the miracles when you see the fire of the baptism of the Holy Ghost coming out of your mouth. To another interpretation of tongues, the demons are interpreting what you do. All that was just for the church, and what that person got to stand up in the church and interpret it. The devil can interpret your tongue giving you keys of the mystery of heaven. How can he go to flight if he's not interpreting what you're saying? Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Look at it. Every argument. See, one of the things about it is now why people can't fulfill their assignment on earth because they're so confused. But you listen to it all day long. Now I have to come in here and pray because I deal with people, that's my job. So I have to keep that confusion spirit away from me because I have to stay focused on my assignment. And what my anointing is here to do. So I got to cast every argument down. Every high thing that exalts itself against the power and the knowledge of God. See, I got to cast it down. Every high thing. Every argument that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge and the power of God well you're trying to say well pastor what are you saying what I'm telling you why your gifts are not working because one of the gifts is the knowledge so that if you're not casting it down huh, it's going to interfere with the knowledge of what God has placed in you to do your assignment So therefore, when you don't understand how Satan works, you're going to be in a place of stagnation because you're always pondering and second-guessing yourself because the power of God is not being fortified in you because you're not working. You're not being focused. So there's always an argument in your mind about, is this God, is that ain't God, or this right here? What should I do? Is that discernment? Did I discern that? Why? Because you're not in that place that you should be. But why? You say you're anointed. You say you got the tongues. You say you got the baptismal. But why? There's no manifestation. Manifestation right now, why are you not on your assignment? Why are you not progressing higher? Why are you not climbing up Jacob's ladder? Why are you constantly in this? And why you constantly have to be told the same thing over and over again? When I don't understand my job, babe faith tells me over and over again. And when she gets tired, she says, Lynn, read what I just wrote so you'll know. So i got to stop. Being busy, from just getting the assignment out or the project out, and started, so I can make my progress and her progress easier. But when I don't understand the full process of wasting somebody's time because I'm foolish, because I'm not in the spirit, because I'm not paying attention. So, therefore, God can move me forward because I'm not ready and prepared myself for my assignment. You need to see this. Being every thought, it says, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You've got to understand something. It comes a time in your tongues and in your interpretation and in your healing and your wisdom and knowledge that you're interpreting what you're speaking. But if you have not learned how to cast argument within me down, I'm never going to come into the truth and knowledge who Jesus Christ is. And I wanted to tell you something. I talked about an anchor. An anchor is a device, normally made from metal, used to connect a vessel to the bed of a ship of water to prevent the craft from drifting due to wind or current. I told you TV anchor people. you got to be that anchor. Because if you're not, you're going to surely drift away. You better make sure that your rock, your anchor, is in the solid rock. Or you'll surely be drifting away. It's going to have your mind here. It's going to have your mind there. Oh, the grandbaby need this. The husband need this. The children need this. The pastor need this. You got to come to a taste. You say, wait a minute. I got to learn how to prioritize and get myself together. Because God don't do nothing half-hazard. And he's very well thought out. You got to understand something. God is going to find a lot of people sleep because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. You're going to find out a lot of people are slipping away. They're not anchored in God no more. But the devil has sown a seed in them, and they're thinking that they're doing God a service, but they're not. There's a difference between being anointed. Anointing takes you beyond. The anointing takes you beyond your knowledge and education, your talent. And we don't understand that about the anointing. The anointing takes you beyond. But are you willing to go beyond? Because when you go beyond, that's a whole other level. There's one level of blessing, but then there's another level of blessing. Then there's another level of blessing. And people are not looking beyond. People are talented. They smart. They very educated. But are you anointed? And what is your assignment? Why is God giving you an anointing? What is it for? Are you using it? Are you operating it? He said, I told you about these pastors and ministry in sheep clothing. You will not have no excuse. I left my word. The word of God was inspired by man. Left here an account for us. So many church people think that they're going to have an excuse why you didn't do this and that. You're not when you stand before God. Judgment is going to start then. And them lie tongues, double-minded foretons, treacherous ways, is going to be done away with. Because when you stand in front of the presence of God, the same power that you had uh, that raised the dead, the same power that them demons can't overtake you, it's going to be even greater in the presence of God. So everything that you were walking through, you uh, every witchcraft rebellion uh, is going to be standing at a rest uh, because the Holy Ghost uh, is going to make that lying tongue, uh, going to make that fork tongue tell the truth. Uh, you think when you stand before God, uh, you're going to talk. Uh, God says, shut up. I have not heard you long enough in the fake prayers, but now I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'll open up a mystery from heaven to pour out you a blessing that you will fear the Lord thy God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. How can you work in gifts and calling and you don't have no fear? That's why you think that you've been operating in the blessing of God. you operating in Satan's kingdom and you don't even know it. And you think because you were prospering. But God said, yeah, but was it a me? God don't retake nothing from you. He add on to it. Why is the church drying up? Where is the money now? Only those churches that are anointed by God are going to survive. If they're not anointed by God, they will not survive in this hour. And I'm going to tell you something. I hear the Holy Ghost. Some of them churches, they're going to make nightclubs. They're going to be there. And y'all saying, well, it's going to be the abomination of desolation like in Matthew. God said, but that's not it. That was a sign for my people to see what I'm going to do for them. I'm going to turn you over to Satan for the, uh, for the destruction of your soul, that your flesh may be saved. That's it going to happen. And let me repeat that again. I said it wrong. He said, I'm going to turn you over to Satan for the destruction of your flesh that your soul may be saved. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And then you're going to sit there and say, boy, girl, you ain't scared to go in that church. They made a nightclub. And they said, no, mama, I'm going over there anyway. They ain't going to be scared because they ain't got no fear. Satan ain't got no fear. That's why he do anything he want. They can walk down the street naked and guess what? The cops are not going to stop him because he's under the influence too. He can say, hmm, that's fine. They ain't putting a restriction on the way people can dress. You can do anything you want. And I'm going to tell you something. It's going to get worse and worse. Worse and worse. And you don't even understand what's going on. But you're knowing it for what? What is your assignment? You should be able to get out your car! Because they, they, they're going to have a Jezebel spirit. They're going to be walking around. They're going to have power. Then some of them are going to have a a, a, a a crazy spirit like the people, the man that was in the grave, because that's what they are in the grave. And you're going to be scared. The blood of Jesus. That's what you're going to be saying. And God said, I told you to stop the car, cast the devil out and get in your car and go down the road. And then next week, your husband and your child are going to be saved because you obeyed the God and the power. You're looking for the power to show up when you just there. Oh God, I want you to nourish me. Tell me to do it. God said the power show up when you're doing what I called you to do. you got to understand this Latter-day power. It's not what you can see. It's not visible by eyesight. It's an invisible kingdom that's going to come down and secure you while you do it. But you weren't about it. I wish you put on some clothes. You need to see what God is saying. You need to see what God is really saying about this fear. You need to see what God is saying about being obedient and moving and acting in the life at the timing of the Holy Ghost's power. You need to see what God is doing in this hour. He is shaking heaven and he's shaking earth. Because he's displeased with his people. That's just like you telling your your child, telling you the same thing and doing the same thing over and over again. You get tired while you think your master don't get tired or your father. Here comes the bridegroom. Are you going to be a nasty bride? How is he going to find you? A wedding is prepared. That's our life. We're preparing ourselves for the bridegroom that's coming. That's a messy wedding when that bride is out of place. Hair uncombed, Nasty feet ain't had no bath. Ain't washed in the blood. Just gonna baby me. My mom just gonna fix everything for me. Here's your son, mom. That's your job. Talk to her. That ain't my job. You marry. And this is what is happening. You get into the place. God ain't gonna let you fix stuff like you used to. But you're gonna have to have that inner faith, not what you see. what you think it's going to be and some of us don't understand what God is saying and what God is doing and we're walking around dizzy we're walking around letting somebody else take over our minds and stuff and we're not even in oppression no more we're not even in this world we are in this world but we're not of this world It should not be overtaking us because of the power. The power of God never leaves a saint. A person that's born again, believer. A person that's doing what they're supposed to do. You need to ask yourself, is it another mission that God has called you to do? How can you still stand around a dry well and think that you're going to get some new water? You need to see what God is saying. If he's calling you up higher. Deeper and wider. That's more things to do. If this little bitty thing is running you crazy, you ain't ready for the greater. Because you're going to have to do five things at one time. But if you're in the spirit, you're going to be able to catch everything. You're going to be able to do everything. Because anybody tell you sometime when God talk to you and speak to you so fast, if you ain't got your pen and paper ready to go to writing, you're going to miss everything that God said. God is training us mentally. Because this next war is going to be a mental war. This next fight is going to be a mental fight. It's the war and the spell casting of your mind. Look at what they done in 2020. That should tell you they got power. You need to ask yourself why God didn't stop it. Because it showed one thing that the church was not ready. Now, a year later, now they're talking about opening up the churches. Wendy Williams said, in June 1st, I'm opening up the churches, and, and the people that's on satellite is going away. But I'm going to tell you this. It's too late. He's already got 12 months over on you. And each day is multiplying. I'm glad that God allowed us to keep RWM open. I'm not saying that we're not going to have to do some catching up, but it ain't like these other churches. That's when you go out and you stop praying, you, you stop praying the spirit of the Lord and leave you don't it. They got to pray all of that stuff back up in these churches. Because one thing about Satan in a dark building, he hides in darkness. Some of them are going to have to start over, not just even in membership, but spiritually. They're going to have to do some warfare praying up in that church. Even if they went in there during the night, during the COVID, and started praying even noon day anytime and kept the prayer going, this presence of the Lord would have still stay there. The Ark of the Covenant was not always in, out there in the open. And even when the Ark of the Covenant, I'm talking about the prayer now, but I'm using the Ark of the Covenant. Even Dagon, the fish god, could not stand. He bowed down. They put Dagon back up. He fell down again. Why? Because the presence was already there in the building. That's right. But what happened? David got mad when the two soldiers touched the Ark and they died. And so the thing about it is, David let the, let the Ark of the Covenant go down to Obed Eden. Obed Eden getting blessed. All he had to do was not get in his emotions and realize you were not supposed to touch the ark. But a lot of times these pastors and all of us, we get in our feelings even now. And we forget what God has said. He meant what he said. That means whether your son, your daughter, or anybody else died, your mommy, your daddy, that's what it is. They, they came up against God. But we get mad and send our blessing away down to bed Eden. So David came to himself and said, let me go get the ark and bring it here. Because the was civilization of God, they didn't win nothing, nothing was happening. The vegetarian was drying up, but down there at Obey Eaton, he was prospering. We done got mad at God and sent our blessing away. You better go get your blessing. Tell God you're sorry. And bad Eaton didn't care about David taking all back because he had already had it. He took care of it. <laughs> You're going to get back and get your blessing. You're thinking because you didn't got the ark gone out of there that they're going to stop being blessed. But you send it there. You need to see this. Being anointed for what? What has God called you to do? Anointings of a job assignment. You need to see this. You need to understand this. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.